The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Pop the popcorn, put on your comfiest pajamas, and grab a drink, because it's time for a new episode of Sierra Unfiltered. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Sierra Unfiltered. Hey, guys. We are back in the cozy home studio um, after our live show, which went... How do you think it went? I think it went amazing. I think it was one of the best days of my whole life. I agree. I think it went... I had high expectations and it blew them out of the water. Yeah. I'm so happy to hear that. Yeah, it was so good. You guys who were there were fantastic. And now it's up on the YouTube channel for the podcast. So everyone who didn't get to attend in person gets to experience it. And I think my favorite part was getting to like interact with the people who listen to the podcast in real time. Yeah, that was really fun to hear people laughing at us. I was like, oh, Am I, like, a little bit funny sometimes? (laughs) (laughs) They, like, boosted your ego. Yeah. I feel like, because for me, it's like, I don't know what things people are going to really enjoy us talking about when we're just sitting in this room because it's just us. And I sometimes think, like, oh, this is so boring. People aren't going to like this. And then the comments, people are like, oh, my gosh, that was my favorite part. I know. It's weird that people just like us talking. Like, right? like people came to the show to listen to us sit on a couch and talk for an hour and a half or that people care about things like Kyle texted me like an hour ago and was like just so you know the number one thing that sold from the like my link in description is the soil tester <laughs> and I was like how weird that like I put that on my list and I was like everybody's just gonna make fun of me like nobody's gonna care yeah but like people like want to know about soil testers right <laughs> It's just so awesome. It's so cool because I feel like our audience truly is, like, people that we would be friends with. And so it's so fun to meet everyone. And even, like, hearing about shared experiences of, like, we would talk about something and people in the audience would, like, groan. Yeah. Or be like, oh, Oh, I remember that. Same. I'm like, how crazy. It's so wild. It was so cool. Um, Also, exciting news. We have our first sponsor. Um, This podcast episode is sponsored by Cash App. We will be talking about them more um, later in the podcast. But uh, big shouts out to Cash App for being the first brand to hop on board the unfiltered train. Woo! So exciting. So exciting. (sighs) I... I'm really excited that the podcast is growing. I'm really excited just for everything that's been happening with it. I think when we started the podcast, it was kind of like 
I my goal was to have like a couple thousand viewers per episode. Yeah. And then now that we're getting like 30, 40, 50,000 views an episode, I'm like, this is crazy. It's wild. It's so cool. Well, and that's on YouTube. That's true. Right? Yeah. That's not even including like people who listen on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, Spotify or anywhere else where you get your <laughs> good good podcast content which i guess is a good time now to uh because steven always gets on me he's like you need to tell people to subscribe to the podcast and i always wait till the end so hello everyone beginning of the podcast um if you like this subscribe to the youtube channel for sierra unfiltered you can subscribe to us on apple podcasts spotify Mm -hmm. write us a review give us five stars I think an important thing, too, to note with subscribing on the podcast is I feel like a lot of people, like, I know I've gotten away with not subscribing to some of my favorite YouTube channels because after you watch a certain amount, they're always in your recommended. And Mm -hmm. so there have been people where I've watched them for, like, three years and I just never realized I was subscribed. Mm -hmm. But we don't get recommended that much. No, we don't. Because we're we're new. super long form. We're super new. And our titles are, like, our favorite things yeah hot takes which aren't like clickable click crazy bait. things yeah so i feel like with subscribing then you know that you are getting the podcast when they come out that's You're a not good like, pitch oh i missed three episodes <laughs> yes yeah. they weren't in my recommended yeah and we usually post on mondays except uh for the live show we posted on wednesday because it was or no we posted on tuesday because mm-hmm. it was on a sunday and uh, Carly, who edits the podcast, uh, we did not oh. want to make her, like, stay up overnight editing the podcast. <laughs> well, when we're filming this, it's a couple days before Thanksgiving. Yes. And you and Carly are going Black Friday shopping. I know. I, I do it by my – well, I go shopping with, like, my cousins and my aunt every year, and then I film on my own. Mm-hmm. And I was telling Carly about this, and she's like, can I come? Like, I've always wanted to go Black Friday shopping, and then, like, to stay up late and, like, make a video about it sounds like a blast. And I was like – really she was like yeah like please I was like all right when I do the work schedule for November I'm gonna put it tentatively yeah on your schedule but if things come up with your family with whatever you're tired you definitely don't have to come and then a couple days ago I was like hey so like how are you feeling about Black Friday she's like oh I'm in Carly's so awesome she's giving us like eyebrow raises from behind the camera how are you still that excited for Black Friday I've never gone Black Friday shopping. I'm Uh, excited this year. We'll talk about it later on in the podcast. But Kyle and I are in escrow. Yeah. Which means that there's like a 95% chance that we will have be owners yes. of a condo by this time next month, which is wild. Which is crazy because you're due in January, which means yeah. that you are going to have a little nursery for mm-hmm. baby pee. Mm-hmm. Well, and also it's... It's really convenient that this is all happening, like, around the Black Friday time. Because mm-hmm. normally you're like, oh, wow, look at that great washer and dryer that are 70% off at Lowe's. Wish I had a need for a washer and dryer. <laughs> yeah. But, like, literally, like, all of the appliances, like, any big furniture items, we're just going to be on our computer for a long time. That's going to be so fun. Send me everything. <laughs> I'm so excited. <laughs> I'm all, here's our dishwasher. Here's our whatever. You totally, you should do, like, an Instagram series of, like, swipe ups for all your Black Friday home deals. Oh, my gosh. Because I bet that, because we use affiliate links. So when Kyle links in the description, yeah. he uses affiliate links. Mm-hmm. So then Skylar 
Tyler and Kyle make a small commission off of that. When I link in the dis- in the actual description, I use an affiliate link, so I get a commission off that. Yeah. So if you did swipe ups, and then it's like a dryer yeah. that's like expensive. I need to get better about learning how to do them because I I know how to do the Amazon ones. Yeah. Now, Kyle's now clearly like, pretty good at it. Yeah. I honestly should probably just ask just Kyle, Kyle for to advice. Do it. I know. I've been thinking about. I feel like maybe once like the the nursery is set up or like the baby is here i should do some sort of like what's in my diaper bag or like like toys that i bought because i feel like i've spent so many hours researching on like the best like wooden montessori toys Mm -hmm. or the best whatever and so i feel like i want to like impart that knowledge but i would have to figure out how to do like swipe up well then you could just do like a highlight on your instagram actual page yeah so then it's not just like it's there for 24 hours and then people are like i saw that you posted about this totally bassinet but i don't know where to get it i feel like you should totally do that let us know in the comments if you guys want skylar to do that i think it'd be great (laughs) um what you drinking i am drinking sprite which is very exciting i had like an extra 20 minutes on my way over here and I was like, this isn't enough time to, like, get in and out French fries. <laughs> but, like, it is enough time to stop at the Home Depot and get a Sprite. Mm-hmm. So that's what I have. Feeling Love very that. jazzed up. Ooh. <laughs> Not crazy. really. I feel tired. But uh, what about you? What are you drinking? Well, I was drinking water. But right before the podcast started, I drank all of it. And now I just have some, like, crunchy ice in here. Oh, no. So I'm just kind of like, every time you see me take a sip, I'm just kind of like, slurping a little bit of ice oh no this is gonna be bad sorry <laughs> sorry not sorry no i'm trying to chew it quietly i'm sorry oh my goodness okay well i'll get started well okay. with my hot take while sierra chews her ice fantastic my hot take and i feel like this is especially pertinent around the holiday season is that you should not be obligated to hug anyone especially family members i feel like there have been so many times especially when i was like a really awkward like 12 13 14 year old girl where it's like oh come on like give cousin jimmy a hug oh like where's my hug and sometimes you have weird family members or like sometimes you just don't like someone yeah <laughs> like like I well, don't and some think... people are just not huggers yeah and that's fine that too well and also I just yeah I mean I'm a really big hugger like yeah. even when we did our meet and greet there were some people like some of the guys would like go in for like a handshake and I'd be like sorry I'm a hugger I'm a hugger so I guess I am cousin Jimmy in yeah. that situation but I think that yeah I think especially around the holidays there's a lot of like come on you owe me a hug or like don't be weird <laughs> i guess here's my like almost more controversial this isn't my hot take but just going off of that yeah i think goodbyes are really awkward Ooh. like especially with like family yeah. and then it's like bye and it's always like just like thanks so much for coming see you next year mm-hmm. like i think sometimes you should just like you don't have to do a long goodbye where you walk through every room and like yeah say something to everyone and give them a hug like I think it's appropriate, if you want to, to just go head towards the door and say, hey, guys, we're heading out. Thanks so much for having us. We'll we'll see you at, you know, Easter. Wave bye. I think that's fine. So it sounds like you're a fan of, is it called the Irish exit? Yes. I think, is that what, is that offensive? 
No. no. Okay. I don't know. I, let us know, yeah, in, the let us know in the comments. Let's educate it, us if it is. Carly, is that offensive? I don't think so. I think okay. that's what it's just. That's what it's called. What it's called. Okay. Um. Yeah. I feel like. I feel like that's what you should do. Okay. I feel like if, if you yeah. start doing it, I feel like everyone secretly wants to do that. Well, and there are, like, if someone's visiting from a really long way away and I haven't seen them for a long time where we had, like, yeah. a particularly good talk, I want to like, go up to them in. and be like, hey, you know, like, send me a text if you ever need anything. We'd yeah. love to have you guys out. Give me a hug. Like, so great to see you. Mm. But, like, I don't need to do that for everyone. Yeah. Especially, like, I don't know, like, I see my mom, like, once a week, like... <laughs> I don't need to, like, bye, mother. Thank you for the Thanksgiving dinner. Like, it's fine. We I said thank you after dinner. And yeah. I could just be like, thanks for having us. Bye. See, I almost have the opposite of I do feel like I like giving, like, my mom and my stepdad and siblings and everyone, like, hugs goodbye and properly saying goodbye. But, like, with the people who I didn't even talk to yeah. that night. Yeah. Or, like, the people, I feel like it's always awkward to be like, Ah, well, haha, with the holiday season coming up, I guess we're going to be seeing a lot of each other. See you in a couple weeks for Christmas. <laughs> yep. Buddy, See, safe drive. I saw. Haha. Like, it just, like, goes on, on and, and on. on. And you're like, and then they come back in and they're like, what's happening here. forgot my casserole dish. <laughs> guess I'll give you another hug. And you're like, see you at Christmas. Oh, goodness. I I saw this really cute video on Twitter, and it was this first grade teacher. And when her kids would come into the oh, classroom, yeah. she had a little board at the door that said, like, high five, handshake, hug. Yeah. And the kids would walk up, and they would hit which one they want. Mm-hmm. And then, like, I thought that was a really I, – I don't know what – that made me think of that. Because yeah. as a kid, I was like, I would have much rather, like, gave my – you know random relatives who i'm not close with like a high five yeah and i feel like that idea is really cool and i think that's maybe something that i'd like to implement with my kids so they don't feel like they have to hug every relative Oh, totally where it's like i would like and even like with your son yeah i would love to say to him like okay like i'm leaving do you want like a high five or a hug or like a fist bump yeah. like i feel like that's kind of a good way to be like totally this it's polite to say goodbye to people but you don't necessarily have to physically embrace them i i love hugs like i'm i'm like olaf i love warm hugs Uh but i do think it's a weird thing that we've just decided that like sometimes if you're at like a casual meeting after the meeting you'll like hug someone oh you know what i think is the worst when you're with a group of friends and then there's like one new person in the group who you don't know or who you just met and like you shook their like you hugged everyone else and then you're like I don't know if I'm supposed to hug you or shake your hand <laughs> do you know what I mean I don't know if I've ever been in that situation because I don't know if I have enough friends to <laughs> like I don't know if I have like circles of friends that's like ever growing I feel like that happens I've that's happened to me quite a few times oh what is your hot take um my hot take is that people who are pushy and rude on Black Friday should be banned from participating forever Because here's the thing. I think that Black Friday is fun. Mm -hmm. I love going Black Friday shopping. I also understand that it is not necessarily the best thing for the people who have to work Black Friday. Mm -hmm. They're getting taken away from their families. Um, They're in this stressful situation. They have to stay up all night. They're often underpaid. I get it. And I, I think I... I've for a little while was conflicted on whether I should like continue participating in Black Friday because of that Mm -hmm. and I think I've decided like I will participate in Black Friday and I will be extra nice 
Yeah. And so, like, I make a, a extra, extra effort to every person who's checking out be like, hey, thanks so much for being here. You know, I, I really hope the rest of your night goes well. Like, mm-hmm. you got this. Thanks so much for being awesome. Yeah. And I feel like people who are total Karens on Black Friday ruin it not only for the store employees, but also for the other people shopping. Yeah. Like, I don't, I don't want to be waiting in line for a Bath and Body Works and have someone in front of me being like, I wanted the candy cane candle and you ran out and I don't know. Like, I don't, it bothers me knowing that it's bothering the workers. Yeah. And it just makes it bad for everyone. If everyone was chipper and nice and, and I guess, polite yeah. Black Friday shopping, it still wouldn't be ideal for the workers, but it wouldn't be so bad. Yeah. I mean, I concur. I've never been Black Friday shopping, so I don't, I can't fully, I mean, I can imagine because I've worked in customer service, like, just how bad that would be. My bump date is that Kyle is my baby's favorite person in the world. And it's very cute, but also a little frustrating because I'm doing all the work. Like, it has now become a thing where mostly at night, but really, like, anytime throughout the day, if it's, like, a weekend, Kyle will, like, put his head up to my stomach and be like, hey, little guy, like, how's it hanging? Like, what's going on in there? Like, are you excited for Thanksgiving? And he'll just, no matter what, he'll, like, start flipping around, he'll, like, kick, he'll whatever, and then Kyle will, like, lay his head once he's awake, and my baby will just, like pound on his head and flip all around and gets like so excited and i've like sorry mom if you're listening we've like tried it with my mom we've tried it with my sister of like them being like hey buddy like how's it going just doesn't react but for some reason Mm. kyle is just like his favorite person and i'll do it all the time i'll be like i'll like poke my stomach and be like hey how's it going nothing I feel like the human embodiment of that Snoop Dogg meme where he holds up the piece of paper and it's like, that's some cute shit. <laughs> I've never seen that meme, You've never but I seen- love that. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh, but yeah, so that's my bump date. Oh. I feel like it's really cute, but also it's kind of annoying because I feel like a lot of people think Kyle's like more fun than I am. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like really like i'm growing you i'm feeding you i'm doing all this for you and you like this dope who comes over for like five minutes a day and is like hey you excited for some mashed potatoes (laughs) come on that's so funny uh do you have a pcos update oh yeah we should we need to come up with a name for this yeah so someone in my dms told me that um like women in support groups who have pcos call each other sisters but like c-y-s-t-e-r like a cyst which i think is really cute and funny but i don't know how to integrate that into like the name yeah so i guess we could call it like sisterhood or something i don't know we got i think that's really cute i know i was like that's cute that's like a i'm big into like making fun of things that like bring you sadness and so i feel like that's kind of like that so i'm big into making fun of things that bring you sadness yeah. like i kind of have like i i guess calling yourself like sisters isn't like dark humor but it's kind of like embracing it yeah i'd say i have like a little bit of that like embracing it bordering on dark humor i get that yeah. i get that um but yeah so my update on that is steven and i had a um OBGYN appointment today and we got some more answers um on things with pcos 
we sat down with our OB and made like a game plan of like, okay, we're going to keep trying as we have been until this time. And then after that, we're going to try this medication. And then if that doesn't work, we're going to try this. And then if that doesn't work, we're going to try this. And we basically have like the next year and a half if we aren't pregnant, like mapped out. Yeah. And I think for me, as someone who really likes to plan, I'm really glad that we have that. Mm-hmm. And also, I think with everything that I've learned about PCOS, it makes me really glad that I did preconception planning. Mm-hmm. Um, the Something I got a lot when I first said, you know, Stephen and I are getting close to trying and here's all the preconception planning that we're doing. I got a lot of, all you have to do to get pregnant is just have sex. You're stressing yourself out with all this planning. You don't need to get blood work. You don't need to do this. Thank goodness I did. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying it's right for everyone. I'm saying for me, yeah. I would not have found out I have PCOS. I would not have had this plan. I would not be um, doing the things that I'm doing now to try and minimize the effects of PCOS. Yeah. Because I would have just thought, oh, well, it'll happen when it happens. Mm-hmm. And it will. But also, there are medical things that you can do to help that. Yeah. Um, and I'm just very glad that I had medical intervention and that I did all that preconception planning. Mm-hmm. Um, and my biggest thing is I would say any women out there who are having any hormonal issues, your periods are regular, go to the doctor, get checked out. Mm-hmm. Um, worst case scenario, or yeah, I guess worst case scenario, you know what's going on. Yeah. And if nothing's wrong, then great. Now you know that, okay, if it takes us a while to conceive, that's normal. Because yeah. it's just we're every, but all the other stuff checks out. But I think what you were telling me earlier, too, of even if you're, like, a teenage girl and you haven't gotten your period for, like, four months, being like, oh, maybe I should still go see a doctor mm-hmm. just to make sure everything's all right. Like, it, it's not always just, hey, cool, I don't have my period. I don't have to worry about that. Yes. There's usually some sort of, like, medical reason why that's happening. And even if it's really nothing at the end of the day at least you've gotten checked out Mm -hmm. I feel like that just applies to all women like whether you're actively trying not to conceive whether you're actively trying to conceive like it's always just great to be informed about your health I agree and I'm very glad that I did um and I'm very glad that I have a game plan and I also want to reiterate that I'm not like I don't think I'm overthinking this and I don't think I'm stressing myself out about this I'm very much at peace with that my time to be a mother will come eventually. Mm -hmm. Um, Whether that be through pregnancy or not, I'm very much at peace with that. But I'm going to do the things that are in my control to try and make it happen. Yeah. Um, And I'm really optimistic about my plan. And um, I also, in addition to my PCOS questions, I just got a lot of uh, other, like, preconception questions out of the way. Yeah. Um, I... (laughs) I didn't even know if I was going to talk about this. So, like, two weeks ago, Stephen and I went to a bar, and I posted a boomerang of, like, a beer glass. Mm -hmm. And someone DM'd me and was like, you effing idiot. How dare you? You said you're trying to conceive, and you're drinking a beer. And I, like, read that, and I was like, am I wrong? Because I had already talked to my OB about, like, oh, is it, like, what's the protocol for drinking during trying to conceive? And my OB before this, because I now have a different OB with PCOS because she specializes Mm -hmm. in that, was like, yeah, um, the best case scenario, like, the best practice is, like, totally fine to drink in moderation. If you want to be extra careful in your two-week window after your ovulation peak, don't drink. Yeah. So that was the advice I had been following. I'm drinking Mm -hmm. in moderation. I'm not ever having more than, like, one or two drinks. 
Um, and that's like once a week maybe. Yeah. And I was really taken aback by like that DM. Yeah. Um, and I was I got in my own head and was like, I, am I an effing idiot? Like, yeah. Am I ill informed? And so then I asked my doctor again, and she gave me the same answer. And I was like, yeah. Okay, I'm fine to have a beer at a bar with my husband outside of the two-week window. I'm fine if I want to have a glass of wine at Thanksgiving. Um, And I think that also just really reiterated to me, like, there's – no one has the right to tell you what you're doing with your health other than your doctor. Yeah. If my doctor had told me today, absolutely, you should not be drinking at all when you're trying to conceive, I would not be drinking at all. Yeah. And I'm not really – drinking I think the last time I I don't think I've had a drink since that time at the bar because I was so like yeah you didn't even drink at the live show which I was like really surprised by no I think I was like I don't know I got really in my head after I know that was just like one dm yeah but it was like so harsh and I Mm -hmm. was like I don't know I and and then of course like for me and I'm sure you feel the same way the last thing that you want to do is like be a bad mom and like I'm not even a mom like I'm not even pregnant and but just the idea of that was like I got I got so in my head about it so I feel like that really cleared it up another dm I got I posted that I was drinking a black tea and someone was like oh my gosh there's caffeine in that you're trying to conceive you should not be drinking that like educate yourself and I asked my OB today and they were like yeah you should try to consume under 200 milligrams of caffeine a day and I looked it up and there's like 60 milligrams of caffeine in my black tea and I don't know. I just... And also, like, you aren't pregnant. Like, right, you're on right. the journey to try and yeah. conceive. Yeah. I, I just feel like people are really up in arms with their opinions on things. I think, like, I don't know. I even get a decent amount of DMs about things really? where... And, and I'm not even super vocal about all the choices I make. Like, no. I don't really, I don't know. But even people being like, are you going to raise your baby vegan? Because if you raise your baby vegan, then they're going to have all sorts of issues. And I'm like, I mean, just so everyone on the podcast knows, I'm raising my son vegetarian. <laughs> but also, that's my decision. And like, you that's... can consult your doctor yeah. who's educated and say, and hey, I... what are your thoughts about me raising my baby vegetarian? Yeah. Because they have education and they know your health history yeah like my OBGYN is very informed about it right. and then like eventually like my son's pediatrician will be informed about it we'll make sure that he's like always getting the proper nutrients and but it's people like I haven't even said I'm raising my son vegan because I'm not I'm raising him vegetarian right and I've gotten probably at least 30 dms being like oh because you're vegan I'm assuming that you're gonna raise your son vegan and that's wrong for x y and z reasons and honestly usually their reasons don't make any sense (laughs) so I I just I feel like people are so quick to hop on judgment Mm -hmm. and it's I mean even like we talked briefly with Carrie about it, and I know you've talked about it, too, of, like, even people talking about your pets. Yeah. Being like, oh, like, this animal is overweight, or this animal clearly has this disease, or, like, yeah. even, like, after Poppy passed, someone messaged me, like, we literally made a three-story custom cage for her. Like, she went through so many iterations of cages to get to one that had, like, the proper amount of space, the proper amount of ventilation, whatever. And someone messaged me the day that she passed away when, like, I posted about it. Because I posted and was like, hey, we spent, like, hundreds of dollars on this cage. Like, I want to give it away to someone for free so that, like, a hamster who's in not a good cage can be, like, rehomed. And someone was like 
Sorry, I hate to break it to you. I'm not totally sure because of the scale of the picture, but that looks like it's way too small for a hamster. Like, that is really inhumane and really this, that, and the other. And I'm like, my animal literally just died today. And you're going to, like, what What are you hoping to gain from that? Like, there's yeah. no, there's nothing I can change about, like, it's not like, oh. Let me the, go get my dead hamster a new cage. Yeah, like, what do you... <laughs> I don't know. People are just so uppity about certain things. I know. And I and, and I I get it because people I don't get it. But I I see that people look at lives of those who are living publicly on social media and think that they're seeing the whole picture. Yeah. Um and they're they're not. And yeah. I get that a lot with my weight as well. I made that video about um my weight gain and PCOS. Yeah. And a lot of people were like, "Oh, well, you need to lose weight to handle PCOS and da, 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 and you said that you're not going to and I'm like I said I'm gonna follow what my doctor tells me yeah if my doctor tells me to lose weight I will do the things that my doctor says I should do to try to lose weight with mm-hmm. PCOS if my doctor says hey instead of working out four days a week you should do six I will do six days a week if my doctor says hey instead of eating these things you should eat these things I will do that yeah. Um. Because I want to get my PCOS under control. Mm-hmm. But what I'm not going to do is take every advice from internet doctors. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I just feel like everyone has an opinion on literally everything. Like, we can cut this out if you want to. No, I'm fine ahead. talking about it. Um. But well, I am having a son. My, my baby is a male. Mm-hmm. And so the biggest controversial thing with males, I won't say what I'm doing, but I'm going to talk briefly about it just because I feel like it pertains, yeah. is like circumcision. Mm-hmm. And I have had so many family members. I don't think I've had any friends. Yeah, I haven't had any friends be weird about it, but I've had a lot of family members be like, oh, you're for sure doing this, right? And it's like, well, you know, Kyle and I are watching documentaries. We're reading articles. <laughs> like, we're talking to our doctor. Like, we are investigating because I think that every decision that you make as not only a parent, but just a person should be an educated decision. Yeah. So, like, I'm not just going to default to something because that's, like, the social norm. Yeah. And it's so interesting how people get so opinionated about specific things. And this, like, like, why? Like, you're never going to change my son's diaper. Like, why do you, like, this literally does not affect you at all. The stat, I mean, this is, like, the perfect representation of, like, when things don't affect you, like, just leave it. Yeah. The status of your son's genitals yeah. are not anyone's business. Right? Like, anyone. Like, and I, I've gotten a decent amount of DMs on Instagram asking me, like, what I'm going yeah. to do because they're, they're also pregnant curious. and yeah. they're also, like, Which I think is super valid. Which I think is appropriate. Yeah. Like, I can choose to, like, ignore that DM or respond to it or whatever I do. I'm not going to respond to them just because I don't want to, like, face backlash depending on, like, what I end up doing. Um, just because it's, like, what we talked about before of I think I, like, I wouldn't want the internet to know what was happening to my genitals if, like, mm-hmm. my mom had a podcast back in the yeah, day. You know yeah. what I mean? But I think that it's just so crazy how so many people are so opinionated and then they have, like, no facts. Like, it's just... It's like, yeah. oh, you need to do this. Why? Well, because that's normal. 
what do you mean? Yeah. Like, well, who's to say what's normal? I can yeah. also say it's normal that, like, that's the way you're born. Yeah. Like, I, or, or you could say, I don't know. But anyways, that's my little ramble. No, I, I just, love that. Are you okay if we keep that in? Oh, my God, I, of I feel like that, to me, is the perfect representation of, like, don't tell people that they're wrong and don't tell people well I guess if well, it's something especially especially when you're assuming something yes like I exactly think, I think if you're assuming something or you're not educated on something like yeah. you don't give your opinion like yeah. like all the people who have messaged me hate about like raising my son vegan I'm not <laughs> raising him vegan like I'm raising him vegetarian he'll eat mostly vegan because that's like mostly what Kyle and I eat but yeah. like Kyle eats vegetarian and for a long time he ate pescatarian like yeah. I, I just, I don't know. And so I think that especially when it comes to parenting and conception and all of that, people just have so many opinions and they just come out of nowhere. Yeah. Like, why why did that lady care so much that you were drinking a beer? Like, yeah. you very clearly knew you were not pregnant. Right. Like, I well, just... Well, and it's, some people take five, ten years mm-hmm. to conceive with PCOS. I mean, it, 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 that's very possible. Am I supposed to never drink caffeine and never have a glass of wine if I if it takes me five years to get pregnant? Also, I think it's it's interesting because, I mean, obviously there have always been people who have tried to get pregnant. This isn't like a new phenomenon, but I do think with the internet, it has become a lot more. Um, open about like people sharing their mm-hmm. journeys and so I think a lot of people just assume that like anyone who's trying to get pregnant like that's all that they're doing with their lives <laughs> you know and you're like I'm still living like yeah. this could take me a year this could take me more like I don't know and I like I'm going to be safe about it I'm going to follow what my doctor recommends mm-hmm. but I'm not just gonna like sit in like a plastic bubble and not do anything when I know for sure I'm not pregnant like yeah. why What's the reasoning? And and I think my main thing is like I will follow what my doctor says and yeah. I I think it's up to me if I want to disclose what my doctor has advised me on to the people who follow me. Yeah. And it's hard because 99% of the people who follow me and listen to this, like I want to share with them. Yeah. Uh, and and they want to know and mm-hmm. and I want to be able to share with them, but it's I don't want to let that 1% affect me. Yeah. But it's hard sometimes when someone DMs you and tells you that you're an effing idiot and are going to ruin your future child's life. Totally. Like, it's hard. Yeah. Um. And so, it, I don't know. Well, especially because I think both you and I like to be as educated as we possibly can on everything. But, like, it's just not possible. Like, there are literally hundreds and hundreds of books out there on, like, the best way to conceive yeah. or the best practices for this or even like doctors will have different opinions like mm-hmm. doctor to doctor and so it's hard when you get messages and you're like are they right like am like you said am yeah. i an idiot yeah. yeah but at the end of the day it's like no i've checked with two doctors yeah i'm good i'm cool yeah but uh, <sighs> yeah people. sorry that was a rant um no but i think people like hearing that like i, I think so. Well, and, and I, think, I think everyone goes through that to some degree, whether it's, like we said, in that segment, we talked about everything from, like, circumcision and, like, drinking and pre-pregnancy to, like, people saying that, like, your dog is overweight or that, like, your yeah. hamster's cage is too small. Like, I think that that's just a wide-reaching thing of everyone gets unsolicited advice. And yeah. I think that's really what it is. And it's just... It's funny, too, because I feel like the people who are 
cautious about giving unsolicited advice are the ones who I'm like, please give me your advice. Like, oh, yeah. I was hanging out with my future sister-in-law, my brother's yeah. fiance yesterday, and um, she works at an OB. Yeah. And she was like, oh, uh, she was like, yeah, I've been actually asking a lot of the people at the, the clinic I work at about um, PCOS just so that I'm, like, educated on what's going on with you. But, like, I won't tell you any of that because, like, I know you don't want advice. I'm like, no, I would love to hear, yeah. like, from you. Yeah. Like, I don't want to hear from, like, random third cousin Sal about, like, how yeah. the best thing for PCOS is to eat a pound of beef jerky every day. Mm-hmm. Um, I would love to hear from you who, like, is someone close to me in my life and has some sort of experience. And, and she, you know, told me what, you know, she had learned about it. And I was very grateful for that. Yeah. And I get DMs a lot that are like, hi, um, I know that, like, like, hey, I, I don't want to overstep. Mm-hmm. Um, but just know, like, you're not going through it alone. This book really helped me to understand what's going on. I fully appreciate that. Yeah. And I think there's a difference between, like, advice and community and, like, judgment. Yeah. I think it's uh, – the two main things are unsolicited and uneducated. Because I think, <laughs> yeah. like – I mean, I've talked to you, I've talked to Jessica, I've talked to my mom, I've talked to Kyle, I've talked to my dad, I've talked to Kyle's mom, I've talked to everyone about, like, what we're deciding with, like, circumcision versus not circumcision, and that's because, like, I value each of your opinions for different reasons. Mm -hmm. Like, you're my baby's guide mother. Mm -hmm. Like, I trust your judgment. Like, I'll probably come to you a lot in life and be like, hey, I'm toying around with this idea. Here are kind of the two thoughts of like this side versus this side here's where I am what do you think yeah. like do you agree like tell me honestly because like this is like this is my first child like I'm going at this alone or like even like talking to Kyle being like I mean I don't have I'm not a male yeah. <laughs> like yeah. I don't I don't know yeah. what are your thoughts yeah and so I think that like a lot of times like advice is so 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 helpful it's just when it, like, comes out of left field from someone you've never met or someone you know. And when it's very and aggressive. It's, yeah. When it's, like, <laughs> this is the only way. Yeah. And you're, like, well, is it? Is it? <laughs> I feel like everything has a couple options. But yeah. oh, <sighs> that was our long, our long thing. But, I, again, I feel like people enjoy listening to that. I hope so. Um, so we had a long gap between – um the live show which was the last podcast and then mm-hmm. us recording the podcast before that because yeah. we were on like a almost a three-week hiatus yeah well and work. then at the live show we didn't do any catch-up because we we're like in person and we wanted to you know talk about like your road to a million subscribers and all of like the channel things mm-hmm. so it's been almost a month since we've like recorded a normal podcast in studio yeah so we have a lot to catch up on we do do we want to start with your disney world trip sure because you and i have talked about it briefly but i haven't even heard like all of the details of it yeah it was literally so magical like it was just the best trip it was so positive and I, I I don't know chime in if you feel the same way but mm-hmm. I feel like I'm constantly in awe of like fall uh, so cheesy I hate myself um of like oh. falling more in love like I'm always like I didn't know it was possible to love this person more oh. and then like we went on this trip and I'm like wow I feel so much closer to you like and then I remember like on our honeymoon thinking like I will never feel closer than this and then now it's like I love him like so much more and I can't even imagine like loving him more than I do after that trip but I know I will 
and it's like so gross and cheesy it's not gross or cheesy and i love it oh my gosh that's so sweet yeah it was so awesome and great and we had just such a blast and it's so fun because you know we met at disneyland and so then like we've always talked about going to disney world and it was just Mm. so fun and it was great i loved every second that what was like your highlight of the trip was there like a specific moment um okay two highlights so first there was there was the star wars show at hollywood studios that i was like in awe of and i don't like shows i don't really like fireworks i don't really like shows i'm i'm like a broadway musical person but i don't like 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 i don't go to world of color and i'm like wow yeah like it's just not my thing this star wars show there was fire. They had prequel stuff. They played the Cantina song. They had like lasers and projections. And, oh, it was so cool. I loved it. Um, so that was just cool on like a like wow factor yeah. level. And then um, Stephen booked us this uh, romantic dinner inside the Cinderella Castle. Oh, that's so cool. And I didn't really know the scope of it. So originally yeah. he was going to like full on surprise me with it, but then it yeah. like showed up in the Disney app. So yeah. he was like, oh, I booked us this like Cinderella dinner. And I was like, oh, cool. Like character dining sounds yeah. cool. But I didn't know it was like in the castle. That's and so then like cool. we were walking up and he was like explaining it to me. And I was like, wait, we're like eating like a fancy dinner, like inside the castle and it was so cool and magical and i just loved every second that's so amazing oh my gosh i'm so happy for you for literally forever you guys have well not you guys steven has always said like (laughs) that's his like to do of like before you start trying like you want to do a disney world trip with the two of you and so it's so cool seeing it happen yeah it was fun i liked it a lot then do we want to talk about your Hollister trip? Oh, yeah. So I'm going to be a Hollister model. Which is so exciting. So crazy. Because those, it was so fun. Even at the meet and greet yeah. um, for the live show, like four people were in the Hollister paper bag jeans. Aww. Three people at the pre-show meet and greet and one person at the post-show meet and greet were in the Hollister jeans. And I was like. That's so awesome. That's so cool. And like all of them were like, I bought these jeans because of you. And I'm like, that's so cool. And now I'm literally the person like modeling those jeans like in store and on the website like that's just like mind-boggling it was cool I was a little bit nervous going into it just because I'd never I've never done a shoot like that yeah and I know that like inclusivity has been like a trend and Mm -hmm. some people are like oh our brand's just like being inclusive for the trend I was in awe at how much the crew and like the creative team for Hollister like was all in on like inclusivity not photoshopping being natural like I felt so confident and empowered in that like I didn't need to like hold in my stomach in my swimsuit photos yeah and I could they wanted the realness of like leaning over and it's fine if if, if there are summer girls it's great Mm -hmm. if there are yeah like jumping in the pool and being confident and like it was so awesome and the people there were so cool and I made so many friends and I just couldn't have asked for a better shoot that's so awesome well and it's so cool too I feel like that's one of those things where like even I was talking to one of my relatives about it I was like oh yeah 
Sierra's gone right now because she's doing like a big brand thing with Hollister. And they're like, oh, that's so cool. She's sponsored by Hollister. Like, that's so amazing. And I was like, no, like she's going to be in stores. Like this is, and I feel like it's things like that or things like I know for both of us, that was one of our biggest takeaways of the live show of I feel like, I know for my parents, I felt like they really started to like get it. Mm-hmm. You know, of like, like get what we do. Yeah, of being like, oh my gosh, like, we just waited in line to, like, take a picture with our daughter. (laughs) Like, well, look at, like, all these girls who are, like, so impacted or people who, like, brought their parents with them or, you know, like, it's just, I feel like things like this are really cool markers to people who, I mean, for you personally, but also for people who, like, don't understand social media to be, like, like, I know you uh, doing a campaign with Calvin Klein was also, like, a similar thing for you of Mm -hmm. being, like, yes, like, this is my career. (laughs) Like, this isn't just, like, me at home for, like, an hour a day, like, vlogging. Like, this is, like, what I do. Yeah. It's cool. It's something I feel very, like, excited about and not even just like for me and for my viewers but I get excited at the idea of like a girl in high school walking into Hollister to like find a swimsuit or a pair of jeans and maybe she's like a little bit self-conscious and isn't really sure how she's feeling about her body and then like gets to go in and see like so many different bodies in this photo shoot like it wasn't just like me and then like everyone else was like a typical model it was like so many different sizes and heights and shapes and it was so awesome and I just love the idea of like girls going into stores and seeing people who look like them yeah because I think I needed that I still need it like even I feel like since I've been pregnant especially like I really only in-store shop at airy or american eagle like that's really it other than that like thrift shop but I mean there aren't like pictures of girls up at like goodwill yeah or like plato's closet but i feel like walking into the um, like airy dressing room and having like all the post-it notes up and even just seeing like all of the different models is like so comforting and empowering of like i don't know i I just think it's so cool did you hear that the victoria's secret fashion show is canceled (laughs) i did hear thoughts um i didn't like really read into it i saw like we were all texting about it in the group chat yeah the group chat like with the boys (laughs) um i think that i mean i personally just have never liked the victoria's secret fashion show like even like i remember when i was like college age there would be like sorority parties that Mm -hmm. were like we're all gonna wear like lingerie and like watch the fashion show like i've just never I, I get that the the models work really hard. I get that, like, there's a lot of production that goes into it. It's fashion. But I just have never, like, found enjoyment in, like, watching a bunch of women walk around in, like, fancy lingerie. Like, yeah. like that just isn't entertaining to me. Like, even aside from all of the, like, they aren't size inclusive. They yeah. aren't inclusive to, like, trans models. They aren't this, that, the other. At the end of the day, like, the content, yeah. like, I just, I don't find entertaining. You should watch the uh, Savage X Fenty fashion show. It's oh, on. I saw highlights of it. It is amazing like like you said it's not even just like because it is super inclusive and super empowering but like the production is so good well that's the thing too I feel like I think it's on Amazon Prime yeah I think so sorry go ahead uh I feel like 
I love the idea of getting to watch women like be their most confident selves. Mm-hmm. Like I don't think entertainment has to be like scripted or like a big shebang to be interesting. I just feel like it's it's less about the girls and how they feel walking in the clothes and more about like look at my like sequin bra or like my like pink angel wings and less about like wow like I feel so good Mm -hmm. this is me on my journey to get here you know what I mean I feel like it's a little like objectifying it is yeah I don't know yeah I'm excited I I mean I shouldn't say I'm excited that something's canceled um you can say you're excited I mean we did a whole video recreating Victoria's Secret photos I'm excited that things like the Savage X Fenty show are so crazy successful yeah and that I, I think there was a quote from, like, the director of marketing or something at Victoria's Secret who said something like, the world no longer is, like, receptive to, like, a thing like the Victoria's Secret fashion show. And I feel like for me, that's where I'm like, all right, I'm cool with that. Yeah. And and if I, I would not be opposed to the Victoria's Secret fashion show coming back in two, three years and being inclusive. Maybe they mm-hmm. extend their sizing um, they bring in some like trans models and some LGBTQ models and some plus size models and um, models of all different ethnicities and skin tones and disabled models. I feel like yeah, I'd be down for it if they brought it back like that. I just, yeah, I just don't think it's interesting. And yeah. I think that it kind of goes back to, I guess that's like a hot take, but even like with pageants and that whole culture of like bikini competitions and whatever Mm -hmm. I understand I won't get into it because I'm not super educated but I understand that there are certain competitions where it's like look how much I can lift or look at like how strong I've built my body and I I won't comment because I don't know whether those are like good or bad or whether where they fall or where what my opinion is on them morally but I think that like even I know growing up it there were tons of pageants that were like Miss Teen insert city name and they would have like a gown and they would have a swimsuit and they would have this that and the other and like a talent and it's like why are you making 16 year old girls walk around in swimsuits on stage like that like literally like how is that still and how do you and and they're literally judging on like a scale so it's like how do you judge what is a 10 in a swimsuit and what's a two in a swimsuit like what is this what is the scale i think when you're talking about adults like it is different obviously all of the models walking in the victoria's secret fashion show are like very proud of their bodies they are like their career is to be a lingerie model so they are actively choosing that but I just think that whole world uh, in the next 10 years or so hopefully will kind of go away of like yeah. just looking at women's bodies and judging them. I agree with that. I think anything that's about breaking down the objectification and being more about confidence is what I'm all about. Woo! Um, before we get into the next part of our podcast, should we take a sponsor break? Let's do it. So this podcast is brought to you by Cash App, the number one finance app in the app store. Cash App is a free app that makes it super easy to instantly send money to your friends. So uh, Skylar and I go out to eat a lot together. We are going to the movies tonight. We're probably going to get sushi before. Uh, We don't have to worry about like splitting up the bill right there. We don't have to be like, okay, let me add this up. 
let me like total the tax put your card down put my Be card down convenience to the waiter yeah we can just cash app send it back and forth split it easy peasy not a big deal makes everything cleaner and i like that um it solves a lot of easy problems and uh we're all about things that make life easier here um so cash app also comes with the cash card a free debit card that comes with boosts which are like instant rewards for shopping at places that you already love and you can get big discounts off your entire purchase at places like DoorDash, Whole Foods, Target, and a lot more. You just listed three of my favorite places. <laughs> I'm just pitching it to Skylar. Yeah. <laughs> um, it is literally like having credit card perks, but packed in a free debit card. And what I'm also super excited about with working with Cash App is that we are going to be supporting one of our favorite organizations, which is the Trevor Project. So when you sign up with Cash App and use promo code UNFILTERED, not only will you receive $10, but Cash App will donate $10 to the Trevor Project. The Trevor Project is an amazing organization that we're both really passionate about. They provide crisis intervention and suicide prevention for lesbian, gay, bisexual, transgender, and questioning youth. Um, and I just really love the work they do. And I'm really glad that Cash App is going to be partnering with us to uh, help fund them, which is great. I am so excited about it. Me too. I I think they're a great charity and I always love when I can tie in charity to any of the stuff that we do on social media and especially when it has to do with sponsors. I think it's mm -hmm. really, really great. So don't forget to use promo code UNFILTERED when you download Cash App from the App Store today. Thank you, Cash App. And thank you so much. Yeah, oh, Our so first excited. sponsor. So exciting. Woo! Podcasts are our fun and interesting because they are similar to YouTube in a yeah. way but they're also so different oh totally like even just like with um funding podcasts and monetization and all of that like sponsors are such a key part of that for podcasts mm -hmm. um which is why we're very grateful for cash app yeah so thank you so much <laughs> um what else did we miss while we were on our hiatus Ooh, what else did we miss your baby shower <gasps> my baby shower we did it <laughs> it was mama mia themed it was spectacular did you like it i loved it Aww. i felt like I, like, I loved my engagement party. I loved my bridal shower. I loved, like, every wedding event that we did or my bachelorette party. But I just felt like the baby shower was so special. Like, I just, I felt like there had never been anything like it in my life of even, like, the best birthday parties, the best anything. I think partially because it was obviously, like, thrown by you mm -hmm. and my mom uh, for kyle and i but it really was like celebrating my son mm -hmm. like all the gifts that we got like i feel like opening gifts is always like a little awkward no matter what but it wasn't like oh awesome like here are new towels for me mm -hmm. it's like here is a high chair for my son mm -hmm. like and so i felt like i was so so grateful for everything because i mean like obviously we would have just purchased those things for my son if we hadn't gotten them right but also it's just so cool to see i don't know and i feel like with with baby showers and like with baby related things it's less like oh we have to invite aunt so and so or right. we have to invite this family friend like every single person who is there is genuinely someone who is like going to be in his life Aww. forever you yeah. know what I mean? Like, it's it was the most important people to us. And I felt like that was just so reflected in that, like, 
Nobody made any weird comments about my body. Like nobody like did anything judgmental. Like we literally had karaoke. It was yes. it was Mama Mia themed. Like there were disco balls and like mm. sailboats all over in November. Yeah. <laughs> like and nobody said anything except no. for like this is so fun. Like this is so wonderful. And so I just feel so blessed to have like such amazing people, especially Sierra in my life. Oh, I love and you. I just I like I'm very appreciative. Also, it made it feel very real. Yeah. It's I weird. Bet. It's like coming up. It is. How how far along are you? Um, I am almost 31 weeks. That's so you're less you're like 9 weeks away. Yeah. If he's if, if he's, he's if he's born on his due date. Yeah. I feel like I mean, it obviously varies person to person, but like in my family and also a lot of times with your first kid, babies come early. Mm-hmm. So like I feel like I I mean, I'm planning on him coming anywhere from 38 weeks and beyond. Like, before wow. that, it'll be a surprise to me. Yeah. But, like, and we'll be ready. But, I mean, if he were born tomorrow, I think he has, like, a 97% survival rate or something like that. Wow. I know I know. two or three weeks ago it was 95%, That's which is nuts. wild. Like, obviously, that wouldn't be ideal. He would have no. to go into NICU and it would be all sorts of things. But, like... Isn't that crazy? That's so wild. That's so wild. I'm just so excited to meet him. Me too. Because like I <laughs> I want to know what he looks like. Same. And I want to know his personality. Same. Like who is Baby Pete? I have so many questions. It's just, it's the great mystery of my life. We'll but see. we'll find out in nine weeks and beyond. It's just so crazy. I want to, I want to hold him. <laughs> I can't think <laughs> about it. And if I, I, I feel that way. Like, I can't even imagine how you feel. You're literally growing him. Well, it's just so weird. It's weird as I get further along and he like moves around a lot more. And like my placenta is in the front. I think your p- placenta can be in the front or back. Okay. Um, and so it's a lot harder for me to feel him than it would be if his placenta was behind because oh. there's like more blocking but I feel him like literally all the time oh. and so it's just it's so cool well and it's cool too mm. I like the probably the next thing we'll talk about is that we are in escrow which is yes. really exciting um and so it's cool getting to, like, I've purchased, like, 99% of what will be in his nursery. It's, like, all stacked up very high in our bedroom right now because originally we were planning on just staying in our apartment. And obviously there's, like, a small percent chance that that will be the case. And mm-hmm. if that's the case, like, I'm totally happy with that. But when that was the case, we weren't going to get him toys that he wouldn't use until he was, like, six months and beyond because Mm -hmm. we would have moved by that point, if that makes sense. Like, we got him, like, a rocking horse that, like, looks like a llama. Or we got him, like, an activity chair or things that he won't use until he's older, Older. like, in the later half of his first year. And so we would have waited on that. But I ordered them now because I was excited. But so now they're, like all in our apartment (laughs) which is really exciting and cute and it's fun to like I don't know just imagine yeah what life will be like are there any other babies in your extended family like do you have any like nieces or nephews or like I guess you wouldn't have nieces or nephews but like cousins who have kids or no I mean my mom and all of her sisters 
like like my mom had me on her 22nd birthday Mm -hmm. um and then she like obviously got remarried and then now I have siblings who are like significantly younger than me Mm -hmm. and then all of her siblings had or had kids in that batch okay so like all of my cousins are really young they're like in like elementary school middle school okay but they're not like they're not babies babies. okay so this will be like the first Mm. baby which is exciting that's so exciting and also it's so fun to see like I don't know. It's fun to see, like, my parents, like, transition into, like, grandparenthood of, like, even the other day. (laughs) We were over at my mom's house, and she was like, I've been thinking about it a lot, and I think that grandma got run over by a reindeer was really written about me. (laughs) I was like, um, she'd been drinking too much eggnog, and we begged her not to, like, that's who you're That's you, Charity? I feel like I'm kind of, like, funny and like space cadet I was oh. like I'm glad to know you're gonna be the fun the fun uh, or a fun grandma that's so funny. but I uh, love that but yeah so it's really fun to see like everyone kind of transition also mm-hmm. it's just like surreal that like all of our like quote-unquote last things are happening of yeah. like especially with all the holidays of like on my Facebook memories this morning, it came up that I think four years ago, Kyle and I were decorating like our Christmas tree in our apartment. I was like, this is going to be our fifth Christmas together. And it's our last one, just the two of us. Like every other year, we're going to have to figure out like, do we, because we always have, ever since we've been together, we just spent the night at my parents' house. And then like in the morning, we all open up our stockings together and do the whole shebang. I was like, are we going to do our son stocking at our house and then go over to my parents' house? Or are we just going to, like, zip over in our pajamas and open them at grandparent? Like, I don't know. Well, and it's fun, too, because your baby is due at the end of January. Mm-hmm. It's not like you're going to have, like, a two-month-old at Christmas. You're yeah. going to have an 11-month-old yeah. at Christmas, which is, like, like excuse my French, that's a whole-ass baby. That's <laughs> a whole-ass baby. Like, that's not just, like – Sitting in, in like, their little, like, I don't know, carriage thing, like, chilling out. Like, that's, like... In their little carriage thing? Yeah. Is my son Cinderella? Yeah. Like, like, a, like a car seat. That was what I was thinking. Like, the little car seat that you carry around. I was just imagining him in, like, a pumpkin carriage, just, like, oh, drinking tea. He, that would so be him, too. He's going to be, like, super, like, bougie and posh. But, like, <laughs> British posh. Oh, my gosh. He, like, develops a love of, like, designer things. I'm like, go hang out with Sarah. Like, go. Oh, you two can roll around in the mud and go be bougie together. What are you going to have? Because <laughs> those things go together. Um, what are you going to have your son call me? We've talked about this briefly. I think Aunt Cece. Cece? Yeah. Cece? What do you think? I think Cece's good. Yeah. Do you want Aunt Cece? It's up to you. Well, I mean, it's up Ste- to you. He's he's your whole ass baby. Well, but it's your whole ass name. <laughs> and Stephen has already said he's going to be Uncle Steve. Which I hate. <laughs> I love it. I think it's like quirky and fun. So I feel like if it's like Uncle Steve and like maybe like Auntie Cece, Aunt Cece. Maybe, like, I could, like, maybe for, like, the whole first year of his life, I'll just play with my yo-yo all the time, and I'll be like, Aunt (laughs) Yo-Yo. Yesterday, I was up in arms with Kyle, because he, we were watching, what were we watching? Oh, we were watching the last Shane Dawson episode, and, like, halfway through, he was like, 
I'm so sorry. I have to pause it. Like, I just, I have to scoop the cat's litter. I have to do dishes. Like, there's so much I have to do tonight. Like, we can watch this right before we go to bed. But I want to make sure that, like, I get all those things done. Yeah. And I was like, okay. Like, I want to keep watching. But, like, I appreciate you being responsible. Thank you for doing all those things. Like, I'll organize my closet while you do that. Yeah. Halfway through me organizing my closet, I hear him in the bedroom. And in my brain, I'm like, hmm, like, scooping the cat's litter, like, taking out the recyclables, like, washing dishes. None of these things are done in the, in the bedroom. bedroom. And so I walk out, and he is just playing with his yo-yo. Heck yeah. And so I was like, Kyle. My man, are you are, are you done? Are you, are you ready to watch a show? He was like, no, I'm just taking a break. You're taking a yo-yo break? Yeah. At 8 o'clock at night? Yeah, that's the best time for a yo-yo break. I just, I can't with you guys and your yo-yos. Well, you and your yo-yos. But now Kyle is becoming a yo-yo convert. I'm going to make your son a yo-yo, like, prodigy. Like, I'm going to drive him all around to, like, yo-yo conventions. A yo-yo prodigy. Yeah. I bet there are conventions. I had I'm surprised a... there wasn't a Bones episode about that. I know. Like, it was like, <laughs> he was over at a yo-yo convention. You're going to have to go talk to the head yo-yo-y. And then they, like, go in, and yeah, it's this yeah. guy, like, doing all these tricks. He's like, yeah, I saw him. What about it? You know what, Sierra? <laughs> I think we have to come up with a video idea that you can do in the next, like, six months to a year that is themed around yo-yos. Well, maybe not themed, but maybe I, like, in my... Incorporate. Them. Yeah, like, maybe in my Heelys video. I We talked about this in the live podcast, if you miss it. I want to do a video where I wear Heelys for a, a week. Because we're but always trying to get more down to your core of who you are. Imagine and I don't think yo-yoing while I'm on Heelys. Like, or, like... What if we also incorporate it in that video? Like, every day you're doing something that's, like, truly you. Because oh, usually in your in-a-week videos, it's like, I'm going to Target. I'm going to Disneyland. I'm, like, doing, like, fun, normal things. But what if it's, like, what if we sit down and are, like, what are Sierra's passions? And one of the days you, like, build a bog while wearing Heelys. Wow. One of the days you, like, try yo-yoing two yo-yos at once. Love. Like, what if, <laughs> like, what if you, we just really deep dive into, like, what are your passions? Like, maybe one of the days you just play Pokemon Go all day. Love and, it. Like, just do a bunch of raid battles. I love that. I feel like, I'm in. I feel like that might I'm be all in the on that next idea. generation of content. <laughs> generation? Sure. Mm, I don't know if that's the right word. Well, it's like, maybe that's like Sierra Schultz 2.0. <laughs> that's what we rebrand you as. Yeah. Also, that was something fun in the live show. If you listen to the live podcast, we talked about rebranding. Curvy Curl. Curvy Curl, which yeah. is crazy. To un- unfiltered or unfiltered by Sierra yeah. Schultz or literally anything. I'm super yeah. open. Let us know in the comments if you guys have any ideas. Obviously, we couldn't take suggestions from the audience because that would have just been a bunch of people like yelling. Right. Um. But what but- do you think would be a good name for my merch? And this isn't for the podcast merch no like this is for sierra all merch yeah yeah um but yeah i <laughs> i do think it would be fun to do like a skylar exclusive shirt though that said like woot woot or something on it Aww, don't you think that would be fun? very sweet well obviously i would think that'd be fun if you <laughs> to like design a shirt that i would get to wear but i don't know if people buy it i yes they would people love we learn you must have learned that at the live show at least <laughs> Like people you sound like such an angry teacher. You, you must, must have, have learned, learned that. this. People <laughs> like you. I like you. The viewers like you. You know, I like you. And so just you wear the shirt. Yeah. I Kyle wear wears it. like a crop top. 
Uh-huh. I maybe we should release some sort of like unisex hoodie too because the boys yeah. always complain. I know. But, and there were a, I mean obviously a lot of the guys at our live shows or our live show was like husbands and or boyfriends. boyfriends or but I feel like I don't know. Maybe they would wrap some merch. Yeah. Maybe what if we did like a boys shirt and then like a you shirt? As like an exclusive, and then it could be I don't know. We could do something fun for like even for the boys. You could do like something like link in description, or because I feel like that's funny. And like if you're in on YouTube, like you don't have to like our podcast to think that's funny. Like I feel like all YouTubers say like link Link in the description. description. Just something funny for the boys. Like what would your husband or boyfriend want to wear that like is somehow tied into like my channel or the podcast? I wonder if we could do like a pocket tee or something yeah i feel like the boys love those like plain shirts with a pocket i love that and then do some like little pocket that'd be cute (laughs) me talking about men's fashion (laughs) um i love that um but yeah is there anything else about you buying a condo Ooh, i mean there's a lot of stuff i feel like and we can talk about your experience buying a house too because you guys bought a house has it been a year it's been a year and a half that is crazy. We bought a house in July 2018. That is nuts. I know. Yeah, I feel like we can talk about all sorts of things. I think um, I think it's really interesting, like, as people in our 20s, mm-hmm. like, just the difference between owning and renting. I mean, I haven't experienced it yet, but I'm, I'm on my journey there, and you obviously have experienced it. Mm-hmm. Like, I even remember – maybe like a couple months after you guys moved in Stephen like heard from one of the neighbors was like oh there are termites in this tree yeah and he had to like figure out what that meant I remember him like running downstairs and being like what do termites look like and then having to like call an inspector or whatever you guys did with that but it is it is different of like there's no one to defer to it's not like oh, we flooded the apartment with our dishwasher. Let me call the landlord. And right. Like, it's an inconvenience for us, but, like, at the end of the day, like, the landlord will deal with it. Like, everything is yours. But I think that's where you guys are going to really benefit because you guys are such handy people. Yes. And Kyle is such, like, a do-it-yourself guy. Oh, That absolutely. I think uh, it'll be fine. I think you guys will be fine. Yeah. Because I think – if there's like a a nick in the wall, yeah, it's not like oh no, how do I fill this in? I don't know. Like I'm, you guys can do it. I'm so looking forward to it. I feel like it's one of my one of the things I'm most looking forward to. Not like termites, <laughs> but just being able to make changes and know that like we don't have to change them back. Yeah. Of even I feel like every place that we've lived in, like this was pre Skylar, and then I moved into the apartment. Kyle installed a dishwasher. In his apartment that we lived in. Like, in one of the cabinets, which, like, he probably wasn't supposed to do. At the end of the day, the landlord, like, said it was fine when we were moving out. And was like, honestly, like, yeah, we'll keep it. And, like, that's fine. Um, But I I feel like we do things at, like, every place that we're in that, I mean, not even, like, up the value (laughs) money-wise, but just, like, up the value of, like, how it is like even like in this place we've only been here since january and we'll move out in january and like we did like a diy shiplap wall and we like changed out a lot of like the easy hardware and i don't know i feel like it'll be cool to be able to like change out a ceiling fan or change out like balcony railing and know Mm. that at the end of the day like 
that hopefully will just increase the value of the place. And it's not like, oh, we have to reinstall, like, the crappy version of this. You know what I mean? Right. It's, it's, you are not only adding value for your quality of life, you're actually adding value to the house. Yeah. Well, and it's fun, too, to, like, see problems and get to, like, be creative about them. Mm -hmm. Of, like, even the downstairs guest bathroom, like, open, the door is kind of weird and that you have to, like, shimmy around it. It just is, like, not a very efficient thing. And I was like, oh, what if we just did, like, a barn door, like, on a slider and did, like, a cute, like, farmhouse-y thing. Yeah. And then we looked into it and we're like, yeah, that's not super expensive. Let's Let's do do it. it. And so we're just going to, like, take the door off the hinges and, like, do it ourselves. And it'll, like, look way cuter. It'll be way more functional. And, like, we can do that. Like, we can take a door off the hinges if it's not practical and, like, get rid of it. (laughs) And that's how we felt here, too. Like, this studio is actually two bedrooms. Yeah. We knocked down a wall in between it was a little more complicated because we had to bring out like a, a in what's it called like a contractor no it's like a what's the word i'm going for structural architect mm-hmm. to make sure that if we knock down this wall it's not going to knock down the house yeah um then we had to bring out like um a contractor to look at all of it an electrical engineer to make sure none of the wiring was going to get mixed up but then it was to us yeah. And so, like, Stephen and his dad did it themselves, and it was great. And yeah. I love it. And we don't have to put up this wall when we move. Yeah. Which is so awesome. I feel like that's – it's just, like, such a great thing. And so even with little things of, like, we right now are in – is it called litigations? Wow. I think so, yeah. Um, of when we tell the seller and the real estate agent, like, what repairs we would like done before we move in. And then they can either say like, oh, we'll do half of those. We'll do all of those. We aren't going to do any. And then we can decide where we want to move from there. But even little things of like, oh, if there's an issue with the plumbing and the downstairs vanity, why don't we just get a credit for that? And then we can pick out a vanity that we like and install like a mirror that we like and a light fixture that we like instead of just being like, oh, well, guess we're going to, fix that pipe Mm -hmm. like let's fix the pipe and then also make it a nicer space and make it the way that we like it and yeah I'm just so excited it's so exciting I I haven't seen it yet I know I want to go see it soon that'll be so much fun I'm I'm so so excited excited. once all these like negotiations are done and we just have like a confirmed move-in date I guess that's like the most stressful part of it all is well and you guys also did 30-day escrow right so we did 30-day escrow but we did January or not January we did December 27th is like we're giving them up until then to move out got it okay so our 30-day escrow ends on January or Sorry, December 9th, but they could push it till the 27th. Got it. Okay. So that was kind of our way of because the seller, I think, doesn't currently have another property lined up. Like they're bidding on places. So it was our way of being a little more flexible than being like, well, you have to move out within 30 days because the whole process went very quick. But if we were moving on the 9th, I would have already packed up our apartment. (laughs) Like I would have already made all these arrangements whereas if we're moving at the end of the month then that's a lot different I don't want my dishes packed up and I don't want everything so hopefully we'll find out before we record the next podcast but it is just so crazy we did 30 a day escrow as well yeah and it's hard yeah it's because usually escrow can be anywhere from 30 days to 90 days Mm -hmm. a 30 day escrow is 
quick. Yeah. It was like your litigation period and the disclosures and everything is like two or three day chunks. Mm-hmm. Whereas sometimes you need like a week to yeah. figure those things out. And and Stephen really took the like brunt of all of it when yeah. we did it. And, and I was really surprised that we were able to get through in the 30 days. Yeah. No, absolutely. I mean, that's like Kyle and his mom are kind of taking the lead on everything, which I'm really grateful for. But I also am someone where I want to be looped into everything. I also like want to be on all the phone calls, even if I'm only saying a couple of words. (laughs) But that way, at least I'm like still taking in all the information and I'm able to give kind of like what we were talking about earlier about giving advice Mm -hmm. I want to be able to give educated advice and not be like oh well I haven't been on the last three phone calls but I think that that's outrageous I want to be able to like actually be like hey I heard on this phone call yeah yeah um but it is crazy yeah and it's also weird because I feel like with having a baby like you don't know when they're coming like obviously there's like an expected due date but I feel like that's been something I've been thinking about a lot recently like how I mean obviously at nine months like the baby is pretty cooked right (laughs) like it's like like your body just naturally knows like okay the baby's ready but like we made up a calendar year like as humans like that's like uh i don't know not to be i feel like a lot of times in these podcasts recently i've been like i feel like that's a a stoner thought (laughs) but like but like we like how does my baby know that exactly nine months from conception or from my last period like that's when i'm supposed to go into labor right right like Like i I don't know. Yeah. It just is kind of a mystery. And I guess that's why people go to medical school is to, <laughs> is to know the answers and to those questions. And that's why we trust doctors. Woo. This podcast is sponsored by doctors. I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, do you – What a, are you at the point in your pregnancy now where you're seeing – like how often are you seeing your doctors now? So I just changed over insurance too, which has also been a fun kind of stressful thing. Um, but now I'm with a great insurance. My Yay. OB is really wonderful. Um, so I'm only seeing her every two weeks, oh, I wow. think. Okay. Or maybe That's often though. Right? Or maybe it's once a month and then it's every two weeks at the very end. I know with my previous doctor, I was supposed to already be at the every two weeks and then I was supposed to move into every one week and mm. like a week or two so what but, do they check so that's the thing they don't sorry check. i keep interrupting no that's the thing. <laughs> I have so they many questions they don't check that much um uh, like they usually like they'll take your weight and they'll just like check your blood pressure and all the normal things um it's been a little confusing because i'm switching over health insurance so a lot of things they like want to do twice or like you have to get like the flu shot you have to get like the whooping cough shot mm-hmm. for me i'm like rh negative which babe did we talk about that on this podcast at all? i don't think we have so i'm rh negative which means that i have like a very very rare type of blood and there's a really good chance that my baby has a different blood type than i do so if any of his blood gets into my system my antibodies will start to fight it and think that it's like an intruder which is like really bad so i had to get an injection of antibodies that basically kind of like 
trick mine into thinking that like he's not an enemy and then I'll also have to get one after birth um but what's really interesting is my mom also apparently is rh negative and so she like got all these injections with me and obviously my other two siblings but then I ended up being the same blood type as her interesting which is really interesting so how I mean I don't know how much do you have an answer to this but how common is it for the baby and the mother to have the same blood type I don't think it's that common. Also, Kyle made a joke when we found out because uh, I'm O negative, which apparently is like the universal donor blood type. Mm-hmm. And he was like, wow, even your blood is like an Enneagram type two. <laughs> <laughs> like, just like the universal donor. Like, I, it, it's kind of inconvenient for me in pregnancy, but yeah. like, it's great if like anyone ever needs like a blood transfusion. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so it's been it's been a lot of catch up. I feel like maybe I'll talk about it on the podcast. Um, it's been really interesting with like weight gain in pregnancy. Mm-hmm. Of I so I went to my doctor's appointment, and we can cut this out if you want to. No, we but I feel it. like it's interesting. Yeah. Of so I went to my doctor's appointment, and they like checked what percentage my baby was in and he was really high in like his femur length of he's really like long and tall but he was like pretty small when it came to his like around size or his weight and they said that was normal and fine but then they weighed me and I weighed two pounds less than I did a month ago Uh which is like just kind of weird and so they said it was fine and they said they were just gonna like monitor me and whatever but to me and like my worried brain I'm like oh but shouldn't I be gaining like about a pound a week like how weird that I would have dropped two pounds instead of gained like four pounds especially because at the time I was transitioning from like the second trimester to third trimester which is when you're supposed to gain a lot of weight and so it is so interesting of like people constantly telling me like oh my gosh like you look so small like you look like you haven't gained any weight or this that and the other and I think that people are trying to compliment me but at the end of the day it's just that thing of like commenting on people's bodies of like no I'm like kind of worried about it (laughs) like that's not like it and so I think that I don't know it's just an interesting thing I know we talked about it a couple times on the podcast of not commenting on women's bodies and like that includes pregnant women oh absolutely but I just think that like it's never it's never a good thing yeah (laughs) you know yeah and it's hard because I think people think it's a compliment and so they Mm -hmm. think oh this will make her feel better about her pregnancy but I think just drawing attention to it in any way and and you shouldn't be wanting to lose weight. Yeah. You're you're pregnant. No, you it's should not be, like, yeah. oh, congratulations, you're down a couple pounds. It's like, no, but like, shouldn't I be putting on weight? Like, yeah. I'm sure, like, it could be a million things. It could just yeah. be a fluke of like, maybe when I went in, I like had a big veggie burger for lunch right beforehand or whatever. And like, things had just shifted. But it is like... Just such a funny thing. It kind of circles back to what we were talking about earlier with, like, just wanting to, like, be the best version of yourself, especially when it comes to, like, parenthood, of being like, wait, but, like, is this normal? Am I okay? Am I eating enough? Am I whatever? Um, But, yeah. So, I feel like 
circling back to what we were saying before of they really just check like basic things so i don't think it's necessary to come in once a week at the end it is because they'll check like how dilated you are because you'll get dilated like maybe i don't know tell me in the comments like two weeks beforehand it'll be like oh you're two centimeters dilated and then you'll stay that for a little bit and then you'll be like three centimeters then four and then at a certain point it's like oh okay yeah (laughs) now i'm going into labor now i'm actually dilated um that's crazy but yeah to think about it is so weird i'm so excited for you I'm like I just know you're gonna be like the absolute best mother and you're so like ready and prepared and and I'm just so excited to like meet him and hang out with him it's gonna be so fun I'm so excited I've been really 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 trying to like be in the moment and like not overthink things because I think especially like with the holidays and just being in like a very transitional place in my life it's hard to be like okay but also we're moving and also it's thanksgiving and also it's like my baby shower and it's the live show and it's all these things but being like this is realistically probably me and kyle's last month in this apartment and your last few months alone yeah ever yeah (laughs) and so i think it's it is just like a sometimes i have to sit there and be like I love our apartment. I love our cats. Like, I'm happy that, like, Kyle's healthy and her cats are healthy and I'm healthy. And, like, it's just the four of us for now. And I don't know. But so it, it is, like, a crazy thing. To, I feel like sometimes when you're going through busy seasons of life, I feel like marriage was kind of like that, too. Of Like, when all the wedding stuff was happening, being like, you need to take a second, be present. Yeah. All right. Well, I think that's a really good place to end the podcast. Yeah. Thanks for listening, guys, to our little, like, catch up sesh of course yeah i'm so <laughs> glad that we got to to do this and and hang out with you guys and just be chilling our cozy white sweaters because it's finally christmas <laughs> i'm so excited um and we'll see you guys next week bye, bye.